0: We're back again. It is Monday, the 13th day of July 2020 at 1030 and 13 seconds past the hour here in the a.m. Eastern Standard Time broadcasting live to tape from my the friendly confines of my home studio office recording studio place of worship. parts Unknown South Jersey. It is the movie review show episode 276. I think I screwed up the numbering on, when I in my audio. Uh, I think I call it. Or no, I, the labeling, I called, I labeled them wrong, maybe. Uh, anyway, this is a special episode, if you're following along at home on the RSS feed of the, uh, the other of the actual podcast, uh, MySpace, the podcast, the family podcast, networking uh, of networks. Uh, this is episode 814. There, uh, MySpace, the podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. It's mostly just the movie review, but then every once in a while I throw in some, uh, throw a curveball at you. I don't know what you're going to get there, but I haven't been doing a lot of non-movie review podcasts. Uh, the ones that are up there are very short and often very strange. So there you have it. This is a special edition because the next two episodes I'm going to be recording today here on Monday are devoted to the first four films of one, Rick Alverson. Rick Alverson. So we're going to be doing uh, the not the first director focus, but the first one. That I'm going to be posting to my um, website, themoviereviewshow.blogspot.com. I'll be doing a piece that is sort of works outside of the uh, scope of the podcast necessarily. Because I've reviewed his fifth film, The Mountain. That was that was my favorite film of 2019. And um, yeah, uh, so I'm not going to re-review that in a podcast form. I am going to tackle the first four films which I've watched now. Uh, or rewatched in the case of comedy and, uh, entertainment, that'll be the next episode. I think these are, these are clear pairs. I mean, the, these first two films I'm, I'm lumping together here are clearly a pair, uh, the builder. And I like that they work in this sort of, uh, I, I am going to, I'm going to do a kind of convoluted analogy of a house of this, uh, Rick Alverson's building a house, um, that, that may fall completely flat and, uh, leave me with a bunch of egg on my face but that's the that's the um the risk we sometimes take uh as content creators 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 so there you so that's it that's uh that's that's the show see you thanks for listening um both of the both this film and uh new, new jerusalem new jerusalem the builder in new jerusalem are uh very good films I like this guy a lot. I'm a huge fan of this director. Let me just quick some quick background, I guess, is kind of in order here, um, because I think this is a little bit more of a special episode, if you will, as my normal slop that I deliver. Um, Patrick James Alverson Jr. born in Spokane, Washington, and I believe he came up and uh, he's been living or working in Richmond, Virginia, since uh, since sometime in the 2000s. I don't know. I don't know his whole history. Um, There's not a lot here. I'm on the Wikipedia page, of course, and um, he's 49 years of age. So he's uh, uh, 10 years my senior, almost exactly. Uh, Not that that's neither here nor there. Um, But he is a guy who started off, he's kind of had this trajectory where he's made, I I feel, you know, I'm going to rank them. I guess we can do the ranking now as we do this. The ranking in this case is arbitrary in a sense because I I love all of these films and I recommend all of them highly. All five are to me of, of extreme high quality. They change and grow, which is I which is to me has been so such a fun experience of, of discovering this guy. When I first heard of him was through the comedy, which we'll get to in the next, the subsequent episode here. Um, but now that I've taken in in multiple viewings of his filmography, I've um, seen this growth that is. Truly, one of the things you know, it starts off so small, and not that the mountain is a big picture by any means, but it's it's definitely the most polished of the of the of the five. And he's kind of they've kind of become more polished in a way, and they've grown in different ways too, not just from a, an aesthetic or a monetary uh, uh, way at a level. They they've they've grown just on a, on a thematic level, and you know, I. It's funny because now, now with everything going on in the world, this crazy world that uh, is seemingly like more bleak each day, which is, you know, I for, for so long, I've always been like, you know, when people are like, oh, they we're living, you know, I mean, it was 2016, whatever, like, oh, can you believe Trump? You know, it's all these things happen. Like, historically, all these things happen. The Iraq war, 9-11. Obviously, 9-11 is not, you know, debatable. But you always think, you're living in these extraordinary times, but you're really not. I mean, in history, I think that's kind of like a bias uh, of, of your life, of one's life. Wants, they want to attribute uh, a greater significance, but in a lot of ways, a certain year is no different than any, any other year that's happened in human history. They've all had their own kind of moments, but this does feel like, at least in this country, um, we're like we're, we're hitting some sort of a, a nadir or something. Uh, Ralph Nader <laughs> Wow, just uh, off the rails here. Off to, we're off to the races. <sighs> so I've gone I've already uh written these reviews. Basically, they need a little bit of um fine tuning. Let's see how many words I wrote. This is the, this is the entire uh entirety of the first four movies. I've written um uh, uh about twenty twenty two hundred words on the on the on films of Rick Alverson. And when I frame them each as their own review, even though I I feel like again they're they're really built to be talked about in pairs. Uh especially these first two. And uh let's just get right into it. The Builder twenty ten. The first feature film from Rick Alverson. And uh this one was co-written by the lead actor in the film Colm O'Leary. Now this guy Colm O'Leary is an Irish um, Irish actor, maybe Irish American. And um he plays the lead in both these first two movies. There's a kind of a co-lead in the in the next one. Uh, but he's he's really the lead. This is the sparsest of all of them. This is got I I would this one by far features the uh least amount of dialogue. They're both uh, short films i think they're 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 barely 90 90 minutes each uh and he also acted as the uh uh cinematographer he photographed both of these as well and but he's edited all five of his films which is an in- interesting note as uh too so he's clearly a an auteur an auteur with a very hands-on approach to uh crafting these films and uh a quick note here on the builder because i i was I you know I've been doing some, doing my research is just like a, a ten seconds before I hit record I, I hit I Google and then I kind of I'm fumbling over tabs on my internet browser as I as I record, uh, which is if you've come to if you've listened to the show for any length of time you understand that's uh, pair for the curse and um, I was struck I said Amazon he had a one star this movie The Builder had a one star uh, review uh, score average score and I, I clicked on it and there's two uh reviews one from june 2019 and the other one from november 2019 and they're both the exact same uh basically one is once our uh the video is not working playing the video it just links to a six minute instructional music video it does not allow a person to watch the builder by rick alverson And the next one is not the actual movie in all caps instead of the movie playing there's a six minute instructional music lesson so just you know, so now you know. Now when people see this guy's film on uh, on Amazon, I have no idea if you can watch it on Amazon uh, or not or or buy it. Uh, I guess it's oh, it's not. This is the video. is not currently available to watch in your location, whatever the fuck that means on Amazon. So fuck Amazon. Uh, whatever the hell blunder that was, I'm, I'm blaming Jeff Bezos for that um, personally. Uh, it's funny because you can read the uh, descriptions for these um, movies, and and they're almost. They're packed with more information than, than you necessarily might glean from watching the film, and I think that's both good and good and bad. I mean, it's kind of kind of fascinating. Uh, you 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 get you get this. I'll read I'll read this one paragraph here because that, that accompanies it. Uh, following an Irish immigrant carpenter from coastal Queens, coastal Queens to the Catskills and beyond, the builder is an American existential portrait that explores the gulf between the idea of a thing. And the thing itself, having set off to New York countryside to construct a reproduction of the earliest of American Cape Houses. See that uh I'm sure there's a note about that like quickly. That's so specific, and it's not necessarily something I, I even picked up on. Uh but in in that's that's so these treatments are interesting. I always feel like um uh who, who wrote them, you know, like it's, it's, they're very, they're, they're giving too much away for a movie that necessarily not, nothing happens. Anyway, uh, the protagonist, Calm O'Leary, finds himself overcome and with an inexplicable fatigue, debts, and expectations mount alongside the crudest and most naive of deceptions that of both self and of family. <laughs> As the chasm grows, the builder finds himself confronted by the unnerving ambivalence of the world around him. they. All of this is true. I mean, I'm not, uh, but to me, reading that is like defeats the purpose of watching it in a sense, because you don't want to necessarily have that painted out for you or, or spelt out for you. Uh, you want to see you want to see the painting of it take place, but watch the watching of this film. And that's why I feel like it's such a, a successful film is because all of those ideas are in there, but you might not necessarily ever find those stumble upon those words. Both both the uh thematic uh re- relevance and also just just the um tactile uh plot you know uh, uh what's happening my chair's very squeaky i'm sorry do you hear my squeaky chair that? Yeah. trying not to squeak it's the more i try not to squeak on the chair it's i find my body stiffening and that leads to increased squeaking of my office chair here and it's very embarrassing and I'm, i apologize um you know, so I'm just pouring over a little bit of my uh, you know, my m- my review of this look, I'm not I'm not an A.O. uh short what was that guy's name? <laughs> Ao Scott. Uh AO. I wonder if people ever do that. Do they get what's that guy's name? The uh uh A.O. Scott, right? Movie Best Movies. Hey, he's the New York Times guy. AO Scott. I wonder if they ever go, A.O. to him. I'm so tired. I'm just so freaking tired, to be honest with you. I, I liked I think I like the builder more than New Jerusalem. Just if I if I have to because I'm doing this ranking thing. If I have to do the ranking. I would put it at um God, just a smidge. Just a smidge. Uh higher. So in fifth place, the next movie we're gonna review, New Jerusalem. New Jerusalem! I guess I'm done with uh. Am I done with that? I guess so. Uh, let's go on to the next. The next thing here. I feel like New Jerusalem has more. I mean, New, Jer- New Jerusalem has more uh, uh dialogue, and and it's interesting to think you know are are these uh, are these films? Is this a sequel? Is this the same guy? because I believe he ends up in Richmond at the end of The Builder and he's in in this and then New Jerusalem takes place I think entirely in Richmond and you know you're you're uh you're wondering is this the same guy if you if you watch them back to back it sort of could feel like it is but uh, it's they, if they are they, they it is or it isn't it's not really the point here the story can is not, not necessarily a sequel by any means Uh, But they are, I mean, obviously connected. Again, screenplay here of this one, whatever screenplay you have, you've got, uh, it's written by Alverson and Colm O'Leary. He, again, is the star here. He plays in, uh, again, they focus on the fact that he's an Irish immigrant. And this, I guess, will really lead me to my point I want to make, that I feel like there's a, his, the films of Rick Alverson are all kind of dealing with this, and it was spelt right out there in the description I read before for The Builder, but it's dealing with these existential Matters, matters of the uh, of the self, uh, and how one fits in the world, and how one deals with the dread, the the, the, the seemingly all around. Not pondering it necessarily, but kind of the moments uh, in, in between. And I think that's why these movies are kind of told in a fragmented style. There's no there's no linear plot uh, whatsoever in, the, in or arc or traditional arc in these movies. I mean, that's uh, one, one note that Alverson constantly gets kind of tagged with is that he's, you know, he fully abandons the idea of like the, 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 uh, arc or the, the multi-act, uh, uh, narrative structure for future films. And we see, he, he does start to explore that more, a little bit towards the, uh, more recent ones, which we'll talk about. But these first two are, are, are plotless. I mean, they, 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 they have, they have a story, and uh, there's, there's a great scene at the end of the Builder where he uh, he leaves a voicemail, I believe, to his nephew about how he's telling it. But uh, he's kind of drunk and he's telling a tale about this story that can be told in any direction. It doesn't matter what the beginning or the end is. And that is such a you know, it's a beautiful little piece. Uh, it's the very kind of climactic point in the in that movie, The Builder. And I feel like it's a framework for his career in a lot of ways. Now the fact that he doesn't. He he's starting to abandon that. I think is a good thing. It's it's basically showing that he's not you know he's not tied down to this thing. He's growing and he's he's dealing with these ideas. Uh, I love the mountain, the bet. The mo- I, I would say that's just my number one film of his, and I think that's an all time classic. I saw that in Philly in the theater and um, was blown away by it. And I've since rewatched it a couple times. I I just um, man, how do you know? Because he's uh, again these existential dread, but he he's looking at it. This very ins- these first two movies are very insular, in so much as the lens is Colm O'Leary and this actor, and he's playing this guy who you know he he he's he grow he grows more distressed in if if it is the same character. Let's just for the sake let's argue that it is. He grows more distressed in New Jerusalem to the point where he's having kind of these panic attacks, and he's going to see a psychologist, and he gets prescribed um, some. Uh, antidepressant type type of uh, drug. And uh, he's also dealing with his co-worker, an evangelical Christian played by uh, Mr. Will Oldham. You know him as Bonnie Prince Billy, the, music, the musician. Um, but this is all very insular. And we'll talk a little bit more about New Jerusalem in a minute. But I just uh, want to just this idea about the existential void, you know, this kind of this void that seems like it's 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 a once nothing and everything. Kind of collapsing in and around us and who we are and the sense of self, and it is about sense of self. These first two films are about sense of self, but then you see you see you see the this the same idea I feel explored from different angles in the comedy and then entertainment and then the mountain, which is looking at that same problem, but the the stand in for uh, uh the individual is is basically America is is like the the this the problem is this country and what it does to people and uh i'll, I'll, I'll explain hopefully i have been writing about this and i when you go to the website and you read you know this is this is still off the cuff uh me me talking here i'm not you know uh, I'm, i didn't prepare anything for this i just want to give you kind of an overview i think the meat and potatoes. Of these, of my critiques of these films will be in my written uh, critiques on the website, as well as the first director focus, which will rank all the films and also kind of tie it together with this idea, this idea of building a house to tell this uh, thematic, to present this kind of this uh, this take on the, on existential dread, which I feel like is at the heart of all of these films, and which I I can relate to. I can I can, you know, it it they, these hit home with me because especially the first two, uh, in a, in a way, I think. These first two, I'm I'm, I'm giving nines. The score score of nine. They're very high nines. I d- debated pushing them up higher, but I think, like, to be honest with you, I think these that that's they feel right at that level. I think they've yet to kind of hit, reach the the highs that he gets to with the next group of films, uh, which are all I think either classics or borderline classics. I think they'll eventually uh, all be considered classics by anybody who. Uh... It's so funny because he he gets his reviews are uh all over the map i mean when when someone likes his films i think they 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 love them but then when these kind of some of these these top critics so to speak don't get it they they don't get it hard and they they feel like his films are like an affront to filmmaking uh in a in a weird way as some of these old school film critics and which i love i think that that someone inspiring that kind of uh um vast uh discord in terms of like the 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 popular critical opinion especially for the people who are you know get paid the big bucks to uh, decide on this stuff i think that's that's really good it's a good thing that they're kind of like at odds with each other because that's that means the person's making some art that is uh is 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 good and then should be uh really i love art that is so readily available to be picked apart and dissected like this uh you know me rambling on or not just just in terms of getting getting to the heart of an issue especially an issue that's is like kind of intangible like existential dread and this loneliness and and uh how the american experience uh plays in with all of that so i i look at i look at all of his films and it's not necessarily right uh to boil it down like this but i if if there's a question that how does one deal with the void of existential dread then i think you can look at it uh as you can you can kind of you can cut it down to all one word answers for all of these and the first two are and i think the first one is is the the weakest argument maybe because the first one is, i think is not not as a i love i like the picture a lot i mean, i love it but it's it's it doesn't have uh this clear-cut agenda in terms of what what it's trying to say it's it's more or less just a tone piece in a lot of ways but if you want to the builder somebody's trying to build something but he you know he's trying to escape into something new that he's making trying to make some of your life so i I attribute this to the to the word of work work just uh just work just taking up your time to build something it's called the builder i mean i don't think this is that far of a stress stretch but the you know the fine the fact that he can't um build anything really is sort of you know it's it's a it's a great symbol for you know he's a guy who's here's a guy who's a builder but he can't seem to for whatever reason he can't seem to build it he just can't build the thing so this inability to work is sort of tied into you know uh deeply to the to the experience of uh any outsider you know they they always the every every one of these movies they make a big deal about the immigrant experience i I don't want to discount that or discredit that, but I, to me, I feel like it's much more about any outsider. I feel like you could sub into to, to this role. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the immigrant experience to, to work on that level. It does, but it, it also works as just any outsider dealing with this kind of the pressures of, uh, of, uh, of dealing with uh forces that seem like out of their control. And then New Jerusalem... Obviously, it's religion this is the- this is the movie that he focuses on organized religion in this case, will Oldham's character is um and and it begins with the quote uh i'm going to read the quote for the that that New Jerusalem begins with "He that shall overcome I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more." and I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem. And that is the uh, John of Patmos book of Revelation. I think that's from a translation of the Bible, very popular with evangelicals, because I think that that passage itself is kind of interesting, so I did a little research on it. Uh, The translations of that passage can kind of vary greatly in terms of what their their meaning is message is uh <laughs> god i'm clicking my mic i'm the chair i gotta get a better position here it's embarrassing all this squeaky noise i'm sure is picking up on the mic uh he he so so this what does this quote mean i mean clearly it's, it's a simple quote in a lot of ways it just it's it sort of sums up the evangelical spirit is that you cannot be you cannot be saved until you bring in uh, a pillar into the temp- into your temple, building your, again, building. It's a, There's a good connection there between the the, uh, the builder. Uh, and you have to find a, a pillar to build your temple of God, and that's your new Jerusalem. And it's not enough to live a life of purity and faith uh, for these people. They need to actively save people, and it's at the detriment of life. And you see that in Will Oldham's character, is that he he's this equally kind of, Tortured soul, uh because he's latched his himself onto this project of his co- of this coworker who could you know who who the fact that they came into contact with each other on that level is sort of a chance encounter, and the fact that uh Colm O'Leary's leary's uh his name is Sean in the film. It's the fact that he you know he opens himself opens the door even a little is all, is all somebody like Will Oldham's character needs to then make that his you know his his life and essentially it's this it's it's a weird obsession uh it's a a film it's a film about being obsessed it's a film about you know again trying to fill fill up that void with something and both of these characters are doing in different ways uh you know Colm O'Leary's character is struggling to find the way He, he, he has not found the path he's she's taking uh pharmaceuticals he's drinking he's going out he's uh he's Obviously, just letting it uh, overcome him by he's having you know these 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 panic attacks in the bathroom at work and it it it's a guy that it's a it's a portrait of a struggle that is kind of you know real and makes a lot of sense and he's just he's 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 open to the religious angle of it, but ultimately it's not it's not for him. And then you have somebody like Will Oldham's character who's already made up his mind he's he he's not somebody who can, who can be swayed he's going to save this person or he he has failed he he and then just there's no it's so black and white that he he does not have any other chance of salvation if he cannot then bring this other person towards the light and watching his various sales pitches and, and how deep he goes with it it's very it's fascinating it's fascinating stuff it's a great performance it's it's a it's a lovely uh acted by uh Will Oldham and, and both... both Co- O'Leary, again is this this guy whose seemingly only credits are with these first two films and he actually co-wrote on the mountain interestingly enough although he's not in that film um but he he's a bridge between these two films and he's 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 great in them it's a, really a collaborative effort i mean he's he's the star he's also the co-writer of these kind of ideas and from what i've read that the, these both these films are Dialogue, you know there's not there i don't know if there's even necessarily a traditional script other than kind of uh shots and 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 so forth i'm not a lot of the the dialogue is 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 improvised uh i believe and uh you know you can tell that it is uh but it's done really well it's supernatural uh they're both great films they're both really great films and and they he, you 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 see them as a pair uh i would suggest watching them as a pair if there's something you're into, I was just recommending them. Um, again, I like The Builder. It's by a tenth of a of a point uh, higher, I guess, I would score them. I think they're both extremely high nines. Uh, excellent, excellent films that are a little hard to find. I know The Builder is still out on the open on YouTube, a decent enough quality um, version of that that you can just... Just go search it right now. Rick Alverson, The Builder on YouTube. Let me just see if it's still on there. It was on there as of a month ago. Uh, Rick Alverson, The Builder. Uh, Yeah, it's it's on there in full. uh, Posted five months ago. Only 133 views. So people... God damn. I mean, I can't stress to you enough. It's right here out in the open. Just watch the freaking builder. Let me see if there's any comments on this. Zero comments. 130 views. been up since February. So thank you to Presence Upon Me for uploading this. Let's check this guy's channel out. What kind of stuff does he have on here? Oh, wow, he's got uh, Old Joy up here, too. This is Kelly Riker, which I'm actually planning on watching today, weirdly enough. I mean, they're, they're not, I, I shouldn't say weirdly enough. These are very, um, uh, I think Kelly Riker has a lot in common stylistically uh, with Rick Alverson and Will Oldham's in both both of the pictures as well, and he's not in a lot of movies. Um I am interested. I'm going to subscribe to this guy's channel. I think he's got a lot of cool stuff here. Better Living Through Chemistry 2014. Um, with Olivia Wilde and Sam Rockwell. He's got that out in the open here. I don't know this movie. Wow. Interested in. Okay, I've I've totally this. (laughs) It's funny because then there's a uh you can buy there's there's the whole movie posted on here, which seems to be of a of a normal cut and decent quality, and then there's the little button to buy or rent it officially through the YouTube website, which doesn't uh, necessarily jive because I can just watch it. It's not (laughs) why do I need to buy or rent it? It's right here. It's just out in the open. Uh, now it is one. I am at one with it and, uh, better living through chemistry. I don't know that one. Got another one called the census taker on here. Starring Garrett Morris. Whatever. What the hell? Uh, okay. Um, folks, the builder, new Jerusalem. I feel like I, I won't, I'm not going to, differentiate with the timestamps for both. I think there is such a pair that I, I talk I did talk about them each in their own kind of own way here and there. But, uh, yeah, there you have it. I'd got to get these online. That's all, that's all, that's all it's about. Uh, and I'm going to do so right this very second. Thanks for listening up next we have the uh 277th episode of the, the podcast it's going to be also rick alverson talking about his next two films the comedy and entertainment and that's not that's one you're gonna to want to listen to for sure well maybe you want maybe not but you know if you like this one so kind of you know you probably just would, should listen to that one as well uh try to keep that one around 30 minutes or less also thanks for listening bye